This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from 11 to 1. Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back. Happy International Women's Day. This year the theme is gender parity. Are we there? Are we close? Do we even need an International Women's Day? But anyway, it is a good time to take stock of where we are at. First of all, I'll give out the numbers, 416-360-0740 or toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. And uh, here are some of the numbers. Here at home, women who work full-time still only earn 73.5 cents for every dollar earned by men, and young women are, mess- are less likely, far less likely, to have full-time permanent employment than men the same age. A recent survey by Chatelaine magazine found that 68% of Canadian women do not call themselves feminists. Only 17% identify as such. On the other hand, we have a prime minister who's a feminist and is committed to gender parity in the cabinet. On the line, I have noted Zoomer feminist and journalist Sally Armstrong, whose latest book is Ascent of Women. She's in Edmonton and about to give a speech to mark this day. Hi, Sally. Hi, Libby. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm fine. Well, where are we at this International Women's Day? Well, you know, I suppose it could be a measure of the advances we're making that suddenly we're we're headlining the negatives. Uh, There's so much negative news in the paper today, particularly about wage gaps, which, frankly, is not entirely accurate. Uh, Young women entering the workforce are more likely to be having equal pay with men. So I don't know how these numbers are getting skewed. It's a problem. We have to face the problem. But, you know, the issue of women not calling themselves feminists, who cares about that? That's a word. We all know it means equality-seeking. But there is a, a skew that doesn't want to use the word. Do you really think that 25-year-old women are going to go backwards, are going to say, oh, that's right, I, I can't be the president because I'm only a girl? I don't think so. And, and you know what? When the vice president of the United States, Biden, stands up on a stage at the Academy Awards in front of 80 million viewers and says, it's time to stop rape, Libby, I think it says we're winning. We're winning this battle. We're not there yet. We're not the finish line. But I think there's a lot to celebrate today. And and I'm not really hearing about the celebration. Okay, so you think that we're all being too negative. I, I'm looking at um, a bunch of those uh, fairly negative statistics. So it shows that 45% of Canadian women are employed in 20 low-paying occupations. Is that a big problem? You know what, Libby? Now you're talking about the really, the really serious and interesting piece of this. When women like you and I uh, were going after these issues in, in the 70s, in the 80s, what we did was we fought like cats, I might add, for women <laughs> to have the right to be astronauts, for women to have the right to be pipe fitters, for women to go into the more non-traditional roles that women either hadn't tried to get into or had been denied before. We fought pretty hard. 
and we did pretty well. But you name the mistake we made. We didn't fight for what we already knew we were good at. We didn't fight for, for the wages of teachers, of nurses, of daycare workers, of clerks. This is, where the, this is why those wages ended up where they ended up. We should have fought for those first and then said, and by the way, I'm going to be an astronaut. So, so you're right. That's a problem, and it has to be addressed. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I was looking. I'm just uh, shuffling my papers here looking for a statistic. So uh, it compared the wages of a daycare worker to a truck driver. And uh, the truck driver makes a lot more money, but who's to say? I mean, a daycare worker is taking care of our children. I know. I just actually, I just did a television program about 20 minutes ago, and that's exactly the example they brought up. And that is appalling. I mean, a truck driver, a daycare worker, give me a break. Who is making the decision that one should make less money than the other? You know very well they're making it based on gender. There's most daycare workers, not all, but most are women. Most truck drivers, not all, are men. Absolutely. So, like, like, get off it. It's time, uh, as the prime minister said, it's 2015, although it's 2016 now. But it's time for us to address these totally silly issues. And, and, and another thing that's uh, a little bit disturbing is that mothers aged 25 to 44 suffer the largest gender wage gap. Well, you know what, Libby, you and I could take that apart, couldn't we? I mean, that, that is the age group where there are, there, there's so much diversity. I mean, you want to stay at home, you want to work from home, you want to work part-time, you want to be the CEO. This, this is where you're finding those numbers breaking down. Now, I am not for one minute suggesting we don't have a problem to solve, but I think, I think when we throw our statistics into an area that's as complicated as that one, um, we, we start getting skewed results. I mean, when I was raising children, I wanted to work. I wanted to raise the kids, and, and, and it was hard, and, and you have to make some sacrifices. I, I think that age group and those issues that you just mentioned are still an emotional pull for women, and I don't think there's a simple answer to that. Okay, I'm going to give out the numbers again because we want people to give us their take on uh, what the state of women is. Is that grammatically correct on on how women are doing? Do we have gender parity? Are we close? Are things better than they were? The numbers, 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. And Sally Armstrong, you want to see the glass Full. How important is it that we have a prime minister who calls himself a feminist? Well, and imagine, and that prime minister wrote an op-ed today saying, basically, get with the program. Women and men need to, to have the same opportunities. There are huge changes that are being made. The earth is shifting under the status of women and girls. Uh, we're seeing this all over the place. But one of the, one of the things that the positive changes does is it brings the negatives into the public focus. And that's the only way you're going to make change. It's when the public say, 
enough. We're not putting up with this anymore. I mean, how long have we had the issue of 1,200 to 1,400 or who knows how many now missing or murdered Aboriginal women? We know very well if it was missing or murdered men, we would have had an inquiry by now. But again, the earth has shifted. Now we have an inquiry and now people are chasing it down. And it's amazing, Libby, is it how everybody's on board all of a sudden. So, so bringing these issues into the open uh, is the best way to get them solved. Well, women were always on page 28, remember? Now women are on page 1. Well, they're, they're, they're on page 1 today. I will say that much. Uh, I am going to take a couple of calls now, Sally. So first okay. we have Dorothy in Toronto. Hi, Dorothy. Dorothy? Dorothy? Yes? Um, did you have a question? Who is, is this Libby? Yes, this oh, is hi, Libby. Libby. How are you? I'm fine. How I, are you? I don't really have a question. What I wanted to say to the woman that you're speaking to, Yep. thank you for what she said about at the Academy Awards. They mentioned we have to stop rape because I think women, uh, with all this equality and all this, I think women are still treated, the abuse against women, like it was 100 years ago. Okay. So uh, that issue is also coming to the fore. And do you think we still need to recognize International Women's Day? Yes, definitely. And all this rape, like she said, uh, uh, it's unbelievable how women are treated. They can't even report rape. And men know this, bad men, men who don't really like women, the misogynistic men, that there's so many of them. And, you know, gays always get blamed for not liking women, and actually they do love women and they're nice. It's these men who pretend they like women, these misogynists that pretend they like women, and they really have a deep hatred for women. Okay. I was married to one. So <laughs> you I'm were married to one. Well, from experience. Okay. That, that is a whole other topic of discussion. Thanks so much for your call, Dorothy. And uh, we also have Lori on the line here in Toronto. Hi, Lori. Hi. How are you? Fine. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Uh, this actually goes hand in hand with the pay wage, uh, how women are also paying more for everything, like haircuts, even if the hair is the same length with the men. Right. Uh, dry cleaners, if you take a shirt. In and our clothes are price. smaller. Yes, yes. But, and, but if you take a, a blouse in, it costs more. But if you say a shirt, it, it costs less because it's a man's shirt. And considering there's more than 60% of the office workers are females, You'd think they'd be able to do the blouses the same price as the shirt. Well, I think I once heard an actual explanation for that. And, Sally, I'm, I'm going to want your take whether these things are, are still significant. But when it comes to men's shirts, they have these machines exactly. That's that, that can up. iron them quickly, but yes. they don't have the machines for women's blouses. That's, that's what make I was going to bring machine. up as well. They're saying they're doing the women's by hand, but since there's a large number of women in the office now, you'd think they'd bring in a machine to do the blouse as well. You know what? I, I, I'm, you know I'm what? lucky enough where I have a job where I'm working with 90% men. I am in a male-oriented job. But I was also asked years ago, why do you want to be a man? Why aren't you home having babies? Um, and just I'd have to work three times as hard to get half the recognition. Right you are. Yeah. Thanks so much for your call. Um, Sally, I know that you have to uh, get to a speech. Any uh, parting thoughts you have for us? Well, I, I think what Lori raised, it's very important. Uh, Lori, if you're still listening, I hope you'll take it on. And, and we can all line up behind you and, and, and march with you. It's, it's ridiculous that we pay more for dry cleaning. I'm not absolutely sure the haircut 
is the same issue. It's close. We're, we're paying way more than men do, but um, but we want more too out of styling. But all these issues is, you know what, Libby? They're practically uh, they're practically uh, sidelined. They're so silly. Imagine we we launder men's shirts for less money because we have a machine. So make a machine. Exactly. I mean, really. Sally Armstrong, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, happy International Women's Day. Same to you, Libby. A pleasure to talk to you. Pleasure to talk to you. Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from 11 to 1. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.